Welcome to Notes from the Electronic Cottage. I'm Jim Campbell. Here are a few things we've noticed recently that may not have risen to the top of everyone's newspaper or news feed. And they all have to do with cash. Good old paper money, in one way or another. In January of 2022, for example, the Federal Reserve Board issued a 40-page exploratory report entitled, quote, Money and Payments, the U.S. Dollar in the Age of Digital Transformation, end quote. Then on March 9th, 2022, Mr. Biden issued an, quote, executive order on ensuring responsible development of digital assets, end quote. It says in part that, quote, sovereign money is at the core of a well-functioning financial system, macroeconomic stabilization policies, and economic growth. My administration places the highest urgency on research and development efforts into the potential design and deployment options of a U.S. CBDC, end quote. CBDC stands for Central Bank Digital Currency. Later in March of 2022, at least partly in response to this executive order, Representative Stephen Lynch, chairman of the Task Force on Financial Technology, and Representative Jesus Garcia, who serves on the Committee on Financial Services, have introduced in the U.S. House of Representatives the Electronic Currency and Secure Hardware Act, the acronym for which is, of course, the eCash Act. The large type headline on the cover of Wired magazine in May 2022 says, quote, caught by crypto, the shocking case that shredded the myth of Bitcoin's anonymity, end quote. And on a much more modest local level, we recently registered for a conference here in Maine and made reservations at a lodging establishment. Once the reservation was made, we got a note back saying that the facility where we'll be staying no longer accepts cash for purchases. Anything that a person at this conference wants to purchase, from a package of chewing gum to a souvenir t-shirt, or anything else available at the facility, would have to be paid for with a credit or debit card. So what's going on here? Is cash in this country going the way of the dodo? There certainly are some who think that that would be a good idea. In years past here on the Electronic Cottage, we've looked at some things that are already underway in other parts of the world with regard to the use of cash or paper money. Back in an episode from 2018, for example, we noted, at the risk of quoting ourselves, that some countries, Sweden for example, have to a very large extent done away with paper money. Most of the banks in Sweden will neither accept a cash deposit nor offer a cash withdrawal. And various experts in that country think that Sweden will be cashless within five to 10 years. Everything will be paid for electronically. Banks, of course, love that possibility since they make money on every electronic purchase. In fact, even today, it's not only banks that love electronic currency in Sweden, Many Swedish businesses also refuse to take cash for purchases, even though electronic transactions may cost those businesses processing fees. And it's not only Sweden. 
In both Italy and Greece, for example, the amount of cash that can be used for purchases is limited to amounts less than some particular sum, for example, a thousand euros. Anything that costs more than that has to be paid for with an electronic transaction, such as a credit card or a debit card, or perhaps a check. There are certainly some benefits to reducing the amount of paper money in circulation. One often pointed out by supporters of a universal electronic currency is the decline of bank robberies. They're almost unheard of in Sweden these days. Street robberies have declined there as well. There's not much point in grabbing a lady's pocketbook and running when it's unlikely to contain any money. And of course, there's the convenience factor, which is a huge factor for many people in this country, as well as in Sweden. And then there's China, whose financial machinations are a whole other matter for another day. We're also hearing about another threat to the use of cash, various private currencies based on blockchain technology, which doesn't require the existence of a government or a central bank at all. It's private currency. Bitcoin is perhaps the best known example, although there are dozens of such currencies in existence at the moment. Although their use in commerce is not widespread yet, one of the attractions of this type of digital currency is that exchanges can be made between parties in a secure and supposedly anonymous way. Although we would suggest reading the Wired article mentioned above before counting too heavily on the anonymity of blockchain exchanges. So what about good old paper money, good old cash? Is it on its way out in the U.S.? Well, some people like to use cash, and a lot of people in this country, estimates range from 5 to 8% of the population, don't have much choice. They rely on cash because they don't have bank accounts and can't get credit cards. These so-called unbanked folks, tens of millions of them, would be left out of many of the visions of a cashless society that are being floated at the moment. Would or could a cashless economic system work in this country? That's a good question, because there are a number of options being floated about what such a system might look like, and we're probably going to hear about even more versions before long. When thinking about doing away with paper money and moving toward a fully cashless economy, a number of questions come to mind. For example, who will operate such a system? Will all the transactions made in a cashless system create a record? If so, who will have access to those records? Will the people whose purchases are recorded have any say over how that information may be used? Will the bank accounts that we have now still work? How about credit cards, since those are already cashless? And who will guarantee the value of cashless digital currency? Will it wildly be worth more or less by the hour like Bitcoin? Or will it be just like paper money, except in digital form? If it is just like paper money, why bother with the big switch to a digital cashless world in the first place? In short, what are the advantages and what are the disadvantages to creating a digital cashless economy here in the United States? We sure don't know the answers but we'll try to take a look at what some of those who think they do are saying about such a switch, right here on future editions of Notes from the Electronic Cottage. Mm -hmm.